Welcome back, everybody. We are sitting here with another edition of the fourth and three podcast, the recap episode. That's right. It's Monday. We missed last week due to some technical issues, but we are back. AJ, you're with me. I am here. Yes, thank you. We're here to have some fun. I got to let you guys know it was uh, one of the best weeks out of the NFL. Uh, The Eagles and the Vikings, neither team lost this week. True. That's what we're talking about. That's that's what we like to see. Uh, That's that's what what our clubs represent because we're not losers. Yeah. And it was a very cordial Sunday. Everyone was very nice, upbeat. We'll get into it, though. Contrary to popular demand. We don't lose every single week. All right, so let's jump in to the weekly games. So Ooh. on Thursday night, we had the Eagles and the Giants. So oh, I should probably preface this. Uh, the Vikings did have a bye week this week. So the Eagles had to play the Giants, so they also had a bye week this week. Uh, so the Philadelphia Eagles, Carson Wentz, went 25 of 43 for 359, two touchdowns and an interception. He saved it all for the very end just to make his fans you know, sweat a little bit for the first couple quarters, but he pulled in at the end. Uh, the New York Giants, uh, not what that notification was about, uh, but Daniel Jones went 20 of 30 for 187, two touchdowns and an interception. 187. Not what you're looking for out of your quarterback. Did not look like the Daniel Jones that I wanted him to be. Um, Wayne Gallman, 10 for 34 and a touchdown. 3.4 and a touch. All right, good job on the touch, but 3.4, that's impressive. Sterling Shepard had 6 for 59, less than 10 yards per catch. Also not very exciting, but that's not really his fault. That's more more of a a Daniel Jones thing. He did catch one touchdown. Um, Other than that, the game was fun. Watched it with my father. We had a lot of fun at the bar. Um, AJ, in 60 seconds or less, your tidbits. Um, number one, the stumble ruski was hilarious. Um, being taken down by absolutely nothing. I understand it. He was booking it. Almost reached Tyree Kill speeds. Didn't convert. They ended up scoring that touchdown either way. Carson Wentz, first game over 300 yards. Um, Jared, who's not here, asked me if he should play him. Told him yes, and that was honestly because we played each other this week. Um, Carson's best game of the season. Also tacks on another rushing touchdown. Carson is looking clutch. I wish it did not take until the fourth quarter for him to finally show up and do anything, but I'll take what it, what I can get. The The fact we came back in that game, I did switch my jersey. I'm very superstitious. I think it helped. Um, but the fact we came back in that game in, in crazy fashion, that last touchdown to Boston Scott, ooh, gorgeous throw, beautiful catch to a 5'7 wide receiver. Carson, I'm back. We're riding high. Full faith in you. Moving on to the next game. We got the Bills and the Jets, the Battle of New York, even though technically one of them plays in New Jersey. Uh, the Buffalo Bills ended up winning 18 to 10. Uh, the Bills attempted, what is it, uh, eight field goals, converted on six of them for they 18 tried eight? points. Ooh. I believe it was eight. I know they missed at least one. I think it was eight. Um, and then the Jets, who started off pretty hot, uh, they went ahead and scored um, in the yeah, you know, the field goal in the first quarter, touchdown in the second quarter. We're up 10-0. And then, is it Bass or Bass? I'm going to say Bass. Tyler Bass. Six straight field goals. Should have been eight, but we're not going to flaunt him for that one because he still was the MVP of the game. He won 18 of 10. Biggest worry, in my opinion, is Josh Allen. 30 completions for 307 yards. And the last, you know, it's not necessarily just this game. He did it last game, too. Yep. And I think maybe the game before that. Yeah, he's been slipping the last, like, two, three games. They went 4-0, talk of the town, and now all of a sudden, Josh Allen's not looking like the MVP talks that we were three weeks ago. 
No, I think they're still five and two, but through their last three games, severely struggling. Um, luckily, they don't have to worry about the Patriots, which we'll get to in a second. Um, but they do have a different second place team who most people didn't see coming. One of us did, but we'll get to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> we do have uh, the Battle of Ohio next. This game was one of the most exciting oh games of the gosh. week. Uh, we have the Browns going to the Bengals. The Browns ended up winning 37 to 34. Baker Mayfield with five touchdowns on the day he went 22 of 28 for 297 there was one interception on there but you know what? you throw five touchdowns as long as the game winning touchdown we're gonna forgive you for that one uh kareem hunt 18 of 76 for no touchdowns there were really no other carries to any other running backs i mean two and one to landry and johnson but i i don't even count that t higgins looking pretty good again uh six catches for 110 yards uh, their tight end Bryant caught two touchdowns in fantasy football. Hashtag that helps no one. And then Peoples Jones, three catches, 56 yards, with that last catch being for the touchdown, the game winning. Beautiful. Oh, it really oh was gorgeous. It was one of the best touchdowns of the day. It could have been number one. It, it could have been picked. So, like, his concentration, Donovan Peoples Jones, who just has a great name, by the way. <laughs> it is a great, like, great name. The fact he caught it, got his feet in, and it didn't get picked. Wow. Wow. Is all I can say, because that was absolutely fantastic to watch. Also, well, Joe Burrow went for over 400 yards, which was also crazy. You know what the people are saying in Cleveland today? Whenever they see him? What are they saying? They're saying, wow, that's Donovan Peoples-Jones. Yeah, they are. And they should be. <laughs> Joe Burrow, 35 of 47, 406 yards, three touchdowns and an interception. You got to kind of feel bad for the kid. Yeah. Because he is playing lights out, especially did in this game. And you still take the L because Baker Mayfield decides to come out of his Hulu basement yeah. and throw a game-winning touchdown. I say, I can't believe they lost that game. Um, but Joe Burrow, for as many hits as he takes, the guy is a great quarterback. I'm excited to see where he grows. They need to work on that offensive line no matter what. I don't think they're going to do it before the trade deadline. I think this is more of a years-down-the-line type issue. But Joe Burrow looks like a franchise quarterback. I'm excited. Yeah, he definitely does. Um, one one other thing I want to point out, Tyler Boyd, 11 catches for 101 yards. Now, that's not a lot of yards per catch. You did catch a touchdown. But this guy is going to dominate fantasy yeah. in like two years. He's the new A.J. Green, but possibly better. I know. I know He's out playing A.J. Green. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, I'm talking like, I know AJ. Okay. I'm excited to see what happens to Tyler Boyd. I've gotten a couple of trade offers for him and I've entertained it just because he does look very good. But they're still in the Bengals, especially without Joe Mixon. For the fact they kept up in this game using just Geo without Joe Mixon was also, I guess, extra special. Tyler I thought, Boyd, is he second or third year right now? Fourth year. Fourth year. I'm say he's been in the league for quite a bit. I'm say he's probably going to get that, that mega contract. So basically, once Joe Burrow really comes of age, really matures, and is the elite category of quarterbacks yeah. that he's projected and is looking like he's going to fall into that's when tyler boyd is going to it's going to be one of, it's going to be like this year's dk Metcalf or, or tyler or tyler lockett in a sense where yeah. it's like it's someone that what didn't necessarily dominate before mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden they're just gonna be one of the best i think i think he was good when he was on his own but now that he actually has a supporting cast and a, a pretty deep supporting cast at that I think he's going to go off. T. Higgins is, is capable. I know John Ross probably getting traded, but T. Higgins, Rashard Higgins, A.J. Brown, and Tyler Boyd, very competent group for Joe Burrow. Sky's the limit as long as their offensive line holds up. I agree there. The next game is the Packers and the Texans. 
The Packers did end up winning 35 to 20, although it was a little bit close at first, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, but then Houston kind of just let it slip and Aaron Rodgers just continued to do his thing. He went 23 of 34 for 283 yards and four touchdowns. Jamal Williams, 19 rushes for 77 yards and one touchdown filling in for Aaron Jones. They did give a, uh, AJ Dillon, AJ, AJ Dillon, five carries for 11 yards. However, much to my uh, fantasy disappointment, he did not do very much. Devonta Adams had a career game. He had 13 receptions for 196 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Taylor, the other wide receiver for Green Bay ended up catching one touchdown, two for six yards. Uh, pretty disappointing if you had anyone else on Green Bay mm-hmm. other than Devontae. But you know what? If you had Devontae, you probably won your fantasy football game. Also, unless your name is my dad, because my dad had Devontae Adams and lost his fantasy game. Dang, really? Also, I felt really nervous, Pat. If you're listening, I gave you the advice to start Jamal Williams. I kind of told you to. Um, but the fact you started not only Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. But to throw in Jamal Williams on top of that, you deserve that dub. If you play three players, that's the performance you want to get out of it. Very risky play, but the upside was there. Congrats to you and anyone who played either of those three players. Uh, moving on, we have the Cowboys playing Washington. Did we all pick Washington? I think so. No, I think one of us picked Dallas. I'm going to go back and Did listen. Did you pick Dallas? No. I, I don't think it. you picked Washington. I picked Washington. Maybe. I'll go back and listen. I'm pretty maybe. sure. I, I thought it was me and Jared that picked Washington. All I know is Washington gave it to the Cowboys. They won 25-3. to Andy Dalton did go down in a late hit QB slide, which no Dallas Cowboy came yeah. to his rescue. Um, so now he was out and they're playing with the third string quarterback and they just could not get anything going. Seventh rounder Ben DiNucci. Good luck next week. Uh, the Falcons... Blew it again. They lose 22-23 to to the Detroit Lions. You blew it to the Detroit Lions. Who's also been known for blowing leads. Absolutely. Uh, Stafford, 25-36 for 340 and a touchdown. Adrian Peterson, 11-29. for DeAndre Swift, 9-27 for and a touch. They just could not get anything going on the ground. But Kenny Galladay, over the air, like Nick told you, is going to dominate this year. He has six receptions for 114 yards. Um... Marvin Jones, 5 or 80. TJ Hawkinson, 5 for 59 and a touchdown. Now, normally, these would be great scores for your offense. Yeah. But honestly, I'm pretty disappointed that Stafford didn't do a lot more against this defense. Um, obviously, the window was there for him to have potentially a career game. I was hoping he'd go over 400 yards and throw three or four touchdowns. Um, however, I suppose the game was a little bit more on the rushing end. However, neither team got anything going on the rush. No. Um, Todd Gurley also 23 carries for 63 yards. He got two touchdowns, which is great. That's awesome in fantasy. But as far as actual ground production, that's under three yards a carry, if my math is correctly. Also correct. And then Matt Ryan, 31 to 42 for 338 yards and a touchdown. Julio Jones dominated again, eight for ninety-seven. Uh, the whole the whole team though was catching balls. Uh, Hayden Hurst six for sixty-eight. Calvin Ridley five for sixty-nine, and then Russell Gage five for fifty-four. I should add on Ridley caught a touchdown. All right, AJ, this is your chance to talk. Okay, I'll say no. Did you go back and watch the situational football in which Devonte, not Devonte Freeman, Todd Gurley scored his second touchdown? No, you didn't. I oh, didn't see it. Oh my god. Okay, all he had to do was not score a touchdown. That was the plan of that play. That's what those memes meant. Was to not score a touchdown. Get a first down, drop. He literally runs to the line and then somehow with his only goal was to not score a touchdown. He falls down, 
and accidentally scored a touchdown. That's what happened. And that was against me. I was like, Jared had Todd Gurley. But that's besides the point. All you have to do is go down, run out the time, kick a field goal, you win that game. And for whatever reason, to, like if you watch it, Todd Gurley literally like jumps, falls down, still goes in the end zone. The most Falcons play I, I can say I've almost ever seen. But the fact that you can still mess up, accidentally score a touchdown, like the Lions players were like, he scored, he scored. And it was the only thing like Todd Gurley. Oh, my. Dude, it's so funny. I've seen so many memes and yeah. now everything makes sense. You need to go back and watch that specific play because you literally watch him like he stops. And then like jumps in into the fetal position and then falls down, but into the end zone. Come on, man. Come on, man. Okay, so the Falcons lose another game to the Detroit Lions. Moving on, we got the Panthers and the Saints. The Saints did end up pulling out the win 27 to 24. Breeze went 29 of 36, keeping that accuracy up for Dude. 287 and two touchdowns. Alvin Kamara, 14 rushes for 83 yards. Murray was involved as well. 11 rushes for 47 yards. Uh, Callaway caught eight catches for 75 yards. Kamara, eight for 65. And no other wide receiver really did anything too impactful. I guess Traquan Smith had four catches for 50 yards, but that's not very impressive. Is that Antonio Callaway? Uh, I couldn't tell you his first name, and I don't see the initial. I'll look um, it up. Teddy, though, 23 of 28, also keeping up that accuracy. Yeah, he is. For two touchdowns. Um, he had Mike Davis, who rushed for seven. He rushed seven times for 12 yards. Uh, Teddy rushed himself two for 10, and they just couldn't get anything going on the ground. Robbie Anderson, once again, putting up numbers six for 74. Uh, DJ Moore, four catches, 93 yards. One of those being a 75 yarder, which was not played against me. And that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Even though I still lost my game. That was still a good break, and thank you, God, for that. Um, Saints-Panthers, it's hard to say that the Panthers are a better team right now. I think the Saints have a lock on that division. Dude, with, without Michael Thomas, though, there's a huge impact there. Obviously, he was hurt this game. I think the, the whole fight, the brawl, is kind of behind him. I know he's on the trade block, though. That, I did not know that. That was floated out that the Saints are willing to deal Michael Thomas after a five-year, $100 million deal. Because I think he's becoming a little cancerous in that locker room. Oh, no doubt. He's being a little, you know what? Yeah. He's all over Twitter. And so at this point, I mean, taking on a $100 million contract is not going to be easy for anybody. But you imagine like the Jets or, or one of those teams, even the Colts might still have a ton of money. I don't know. I know they did going into the season. But Michael Thomas, he's a huge part of their offense. The, if you look at Drew Brees' stats with and without Michael Thomas, he has been a huge letdown when Michael Thomas does not play. Because they don't have the other weapons to compensate for that. When you have Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas, you have a dual threat. They don't necessarily have that. The Panthers, once they get back CMC, I still don't think they're going to be able to catch the Bucks. Bucks blew me away, and we're going to talk about it. But I think the Panthers could be the number two team in this division. Um, but I'm excited to see. I mean, it's still Drew Brees. So, like, am I going to be shocked if they somehow come back and win the division? Heck no. I won't. Um. All right, so move, uh, with the Saints, I agree with your Michael Thomas skit. He's uh, he, he's he's a little bit of a cancer, no doubt. Um, and you know he is. He can't guard Mike on Instagram, Twitter, all his things. But you know what? I have found that my fantasy football bench can guard Mike. Moving on, <laughs> we have the Steelers and the Titans. The Steelers end up winning twenty-seven to twenty-four in a very close game. 
Ben Roethlisberger, 32 of 49 for 268, two touchdowns and three interceptions. Uh, James Conner, 20 rushes for 82 yards, but he does not get rewarded the touchdown. They ended up giving it to Benny Snell Jr. One yard rush. Um, the talk of the game, though, were their wide receivers. So Smith Schuster looked like he kind of got his groove back. He had nine catches for 85 yards. Didn't have a touchdown and maybe not as many yards as you wanted, but you know what? He's getting the targets. Uh, Deontay Johnson, who I recently traded away from my fantasy team, well, had nine receptions, 80 yards and two touchdowns. He's doing exactly what I always thought he would do. And I'm kicking myself in the teeth for trading him away. Uh, but, I wouldn't have won my game anyway, so who cares? Uh, Eric Ebron, 6 for 50, really keeping it going. Connor caught a couple catches in the ground, 3 for 29. McDonald, 2 for 14. Ben Roethlisberger just really spreading the ball around. Uh, and Steelers in general really giving it to the Titans up until the very end. Yeah. Ryan Tannehill, 18 of 30 for 220 and two touchdowns. Derrick Henry, 20 rushing for 75 yards and a touchdown. But the talk of the game was it? another wide receiver on my darn bench. And that's going to be A.J. Brown. Great six name. receptions for 153 yards and a touchdown. And then Corey Davis also had six catches for 35 yards and a touchdown. The Titans came back in this game. And if Steven Goskowski was playing against the Vikings, he would have made that kick. But he wasn't. So now the Titans aren't good enough. The Steelers go on to remain undefeated 27 to 24. Let me ask you a question, A.J. Are the Steelers legit? Are the Titans legit? And in any other given day, would the Titans have won that game? Yes. And yes, I think they're both legitimate teams. And I've said this since before the season started. I was really high in the Steelers and I was really high in the Titans. The Titans let me down huge in that first half. I was like, oh, maybe not. Maybe they're pretenders. They haven't had the toughest schedule. You know, what's going to happen? The Steelers came out and played like the Steelers that I thought they were in the first half. Now switch halves. The Titans looked like a formidable offense. The Steelers never let them got away from it. So Derrick Henry was still involved in that game. And I don't know. I think the Steelers defense just had a little bit of a letdown there. I think they focused too much on Derrick Henry, especially in the second half. But I think at the end of the day, Ben Roethlisberger was able to spread the ball around enough. And again, you have the wide receivers. We've compared, you know, the the Pittsburgh wide receivers to Dallas. Now I don't even think it's a comparison. I think Pittsburgh does have the best wide receivers in the league. And it, I mean, I know Chase, Chase Claypool was not as involved in this game. But did you watch the taunting on Logan Ryan? No. So as he's walking by, Chase Claypool is doing the, the first down with his hand. And then Logan Ryan comes in and like puts his hands up, gets in his way. And Chase Claypool just does this on the top of his helmet, like the first down sign, just tap it on his face. For Chase Claypool to be in year one, doing that to Logan Ryan was hilarious. I'll show you right after the podcast. If you haven't seen it, look it up because it's it's honestly really funny. Um, but no, I think the Steelers and the Titans both proved they are legitimate contenders for one half of that game. They just chose to be contenders in one half of that game. I understand. Moving on here. All right. We got the Buccaneers and the Raiders. Uh, the Buccaneers ended up winning 45 to 20. However, the game was pretty close at one point. Uh, the Buccaneers did take an early lead only for the Raiders to come back. I believe the score was 27 to 20 at that time. At the time when they came back, they came within a touchdown and then the Raiders just let it, I think slip it was again. 24 to 20. It was, I think it was really close. And then, Obviously, you're going to you lose. Might, you, yeah, you're right, yeah. because they ended up kicking a field goal. Yep. Yep, yep. Uh, so the Buccaneers ended up winning 45-20. to 20. Um, 
So the Buccaneers ended up winning 45 to 20. Uh, not exactly what we wanted out of the Raiders side, or at least not exactly what I wanted out of the Raiders side. Uh, Carr did end up winning 24 of 36, uh, 208. I said winning. He threw 24, 36, 284 yards, two touchdowns and an interception. Uh, Josh Jacobs did have 10 carries, but only for 17 yards. Um, they had Richard also gave a bunch of carries, seven for 24 yards, but they just could not get anything going on the ground against the Buccaneers defense. Uh, but they did get a couple of things going through the air. Nelson Aguilar took uh. an early lead. He had five receptions for 107 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Darren Waller, six receptions, led the team for 50 yards and a touchdown. Hunter Renfro getting in on the action, four for 42. Um, and then Ruggs was darn near non-existent. He was two of 35. Uh, but looking over on the Tampa Bay side, Tommy is back. 33 of 45 for 369, four touchdowns and an interception. Add a rushing touchdown on top of that for him. Uh, big day for fantasy owners. I'm sure you all loved that. Leonard Fournette, they gave a great chance to. Yeah. 11 rushes for 50 yards. Um, not bad. No. Not great, but not bad. Rojo started, and then Leonard Fournette, they were like, yeah, we'll let you get a series. Showed it's still Leonard Fournette. Ronald Jones, 13 for 34 and a touchdown. Uh, Tom Brady, one for one for one. You like to see that stat line. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mikey Evans type stat lines. <clears throat> Chris Godwin, nine receptions for 88 yards and a touchdown. He is the guy there. Yeah. I, I have, you know, prior to this, this year, I projected Mike Evans would still finish on top. Um, now, I still think stats wise, he probably will because Godwin missed so many games. But when Godwin's in, he's the guy. Oh, 100%. Also, really fast, we want to welcome into the show, Jared, you're here. Ghost Jared, hey. Hey, I'm the ghost is back of Christmas past. It's spooky season, folks. I'm here. We had a couple injured reserves, too many on there, so they had to pull me off. I said, fine, coach, pl plug me in, so I'm here. Uh, one thing that is also kind of cool about the Buccaneers is Gronkowski again has a good week. He had five catches for 62 yards and a touchdown. Uh, my question is going to go to Jared. Is Gronkowski back to the form that we know and love? I don't think he ever lost his energy with Tom Brady. So to answer your question, he's back folks. He's, he's a, he, back. He's all, he on back. The, he's all on the CBD back. Feels great. He looks slow. But don't matter. He's getting you catches. He's getting you yards. Nick dropped him, then picked him back up in the same week. Maybe strategic. I'm not quite sure, but he didn't play him. So. And you also said yesterday you were like, "Oh, I need to pick Gronk back up." Only to for me to go to your team and realize Gronk is already on your team. I so I was like, "Oh, up. I need to. I might need a backup." Because I actually tried. Then. I tried to pick him up, but he was before me in the waiver wire. Did you? Okay, I was like, "Oh, sweet." And if I would have had him, I would have played him over Tanya, which in case would have. Helped your game because you're you're not winning yet, it, bud. It, it would have helped my game, but me and Jared are playing each other this week. There is a 15 point differential. Jared only has Allen Robinson, so there's some heat here, some tension, you could say. We got the Chiefs Broncos. Chiefs ended up winning 43 to 16. One would say they opened up a big old can of whoop ass. Uh, Patrick Mahomes did go 15 of 23 for 200 yards and a touchdown. Uh, they did have Chad Henney take over the last series because it was that bad. Uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, eight rushes for 46 yards and a touchdown. Biggest thing to note is Le'Veon Bell's first game. 
had six carries for 39 yards and no touchdown. So two less carries, but more yards per carry. That might be something to watch coming up here. Tyreek Hill, six reception, 55 yards and a touchdown. Redeemed himself from the week before, but did not put up the monster game that I kind of thought he would. Um, Nicole Hardman, two for 57. Kelsey, three for 31. But basically... They scored fast and they scored easy on the Broncos. So the Kansas City Chiefs, even though they won 43-16, did not run a whole lot of points. It was plays. a de- it was a defensive game. It was and two touched. Well, one defensive touchdown, one special yep. teams touchdown. That Daniel Sorensen pick six was a thing of beauty. And apparently, like what the the Chiefs coaching staff says about that kid, because I think he's only in like year three or four. I'm really excited what he blooms into. Um, but that pick six was beautiful. And then Miko Hardman, who you actually talked about, was actually more of the playmaker in this game than Tyreek Hill was, which I, was I like Hardman. I do, too. And I just don't think he's ever gotten his chance. But I think or, or was it Byron Pringle who scored that Pringle? Mm. I, I love had, Pringles. Yeah, Pringle had a great touchdown. I'll say, yeah, it was mm. his uh, kick return, 101 yard kick yep. return. And to all those who started the Chiefs like AJ did. Um, great job. Just I started a, them, too. Just a great job. Exactly. Great start. <clears throat> also, qu- quick question. Off the topic of NFL, do you eat one Pringle at a time or multiple Pringles at the same time? Oh, dude, are you kidding me? What's well, a pop? You can't stop. Here's a question, though. How many Pringles in are you? Because I'll typically start one at a time. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're about a third of the way through the tube. You pop up to two. And then a little bit later, maybe you're eating three. I, I very much differ. It's, it differs once on flavor. You can't stop. Also true. What's your flavor? I'm a sour cream and, and chive. Sour guy. cream. Um, barbecue. I, or I want your go-to Pringles. I I would say it's a tie then between the pizza flavor and the salt salt and vinegar. Flavor. Okay, I want to say I'm pretty close between the the pizza, the green tube, and the blue tube. Yep, the the pizza, the barbecue, and barbecue. the sour cream and onion. But still, if I had to pick. And absolutely, you know, I'm going to go to it. It'd be another, neither. It is still the sour cream and onion. Mm. Or it could be the Byron. Uh, Byron, I like that. The Denver Broncos, Drew Locke, 24-40 for 254 and two interceptions. Not looking good. Melvin Gordon, Lindsey did go down with an injury. That's important to note about this game. He was their offense at that Melvin Gordon, 17 rushes for 68 yards and a touchdown. Get this guy a beer. Get this guy a beer. Uh, Anything else you got to say about that? No, not really, but the Chiefs. Dude, for whatever reason, they still do not look. I don't know. Like, I still don't think they're at like their top potential. They look. I think it's the lack of key. explosive plays. I think so. It just they still looks, won 43-16. Well, obviously, they're playing Denver. But I mean, in that <laughs> game offensively, they didn't look great. And obviously, they didn't have to throw the ball. But like, is now the time to trade Ty Freak? No. Should have traded him three weeks ago. All right, uh, Jaguars Chargers. This was a very exciting game. The Chargers ended up winning 39 to 29. Um, Gardner Minshew, 14 of 27 for 173 and two touchdowns, just did not get the game done. They did rush James Robinson, the rookie, 22 times for 119 yards and one touchdown. Uh, Conley had one catch for 28 yards. Good thing is he cashed in on that for Beautiful. a touchdown. And then James Robinson had a receiving touchdown. He had four catches for 18 yards. Other than that, Chanel Jr. went three for 44. That pretty much sums up uh, the Jaguars' passing game. Looking over at the LA Chargers side, we had Justin Herbert go 27 of 43 for 347 yards and three touchdowns. Um, Josh Kelly, they rushed the most 12 for 29. Josh Kelly just cannot get anything mm-hmm. done on the ground it's week in and week issue, out. Um, Justin Herbert had nine rushes for 66 yards and a touchdown. Looking at the receiving core, 
Um, their wide receiver, Allen, had 10 receptions for 125 yards, so that's pretty great. Uh, Kelly, five catches for 24 yards, and then Jackson, five for 43. And then Guyton, two for 84 and a touchdown. He, he cashed in. Yeah, he had that that really, really long. I think it was an 80-yard touchdown. I think his one other reception was like one yard. That is correct. Um, other than that, if any fantasy advice I can give to you is if you're stuck between one of the running backs for the Chargers, I would give it to Justin Jackson. Yeah, I, I do want to throw out one big time shout out to my dad, Douglas. Huge start of Justin Herbert. Super proud of you. That was a killer start. I don't think anyone expected it to go that crazy, but amazing, amazing start. And then as far as the Jags, did you see the James Robinson truck? Like of him, like he absolutely ran somebody down. I don't know if you guys watch Angry Runs on Good Morning Football. Probably no. not. Nope. I don't pay attention. I don't to have Jaguars. time to watch Good Morning Football. Honestly, I typically don't either. But like, if it's on, I also, if you're listening to Good Morning Football, don't really like most of your taco talk show hosts, dude. Kyle, you know the ones I'm talking. Kyle Brandt. Kyle Brandt is fine. It, dude, Kyle Brandt's. A, I love Kyle Brandt. And then Nate Burleson. Nate Burleson. I know you hate Peter Schrager. Is an MVP. Schrager, you suck. Yeah, I'm gonna hold my tongue. But still, the James Robinson's run. The, I mean, he trucked one guy, but I mean, it was literally like one of the quickest I've ever seen a guy just like go from partially up to just straight on his back without him probably knowing what happened. Um, James Robinson continues to impress. Obviously, Gardner Minshew is probably not the Minshew that everyone expected him to be with Minshew mania. But I think James Robinson is actually a, a diamond in the rough. I think he's gonna be very, very good. I'm excited. I want to make it clear, Nate Burleson, you're one of my top 10 favorite wide receivers. Boom. Jumping on, we got one more game of this week, one really big game, and this is the game that I need Jared's opinion on. So the Cardinals, like I called it last Wednesday, yeah, ended yeah. up winning the game 37 to 34. Uh, so Kyler Murray, 34 of 48. That's right, 48 attempts. He made 34, 34 of them for 360 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception. He also rushed the ball 14 times for 67 yards and a touchdown. He quick. Kenyon Drake ended up injuring his ankle on the play. DeAndre Hopkins, 10 catches for 103 yards and a touchdown. Fitzgerald, 8 for 62. Chase Edmonds, 7 for 87. Christian Kirk, 5 for 37 and two touchdowns. The Cardinal offense was absolutely rolling, but that's not to say that Russell Wilson and the Seahawks didn't do damage as well. Wilson, 33 of 50 for 388, three touchdowns and three interception. The biggest hindrance on their end. Um, Chris Carson went down with a foot injury, but Carlos Hyde took over and went 15 rushes for 68 yards and a touchdown. Uh, the biggest play of the game, though, or player of the game, was easily Tyler Lockett. 15 receptions for 200 yards and three touchdowns. They basically put 80% of the game plan through Tyler Lockett because everyone else on that wide receiver core had three or less touches or catches. Um, so... Before I drop it over to AJ and Jared, I just want to remind you guys that I was crazy in living in some world for picking Arizona to beat Seattle. But here we are. AJ, I don't want your thoughts. Jared. <laughs> well, it definitely uh, mixes up the NFC picture. I'll tell you that much. Number one in the NFC total is the Bears. They are the number one playoff seed as of right now. And I'm picking them to win. Who didn't see that coming, though? They're number one right now. Uh, Seattle's number two, Tampa three, Philly at number four because they're leading the division. First place. Let's go. Wild card would be Green Bay, Arizona, and the Rams. A couple big names that are put out there. New Orleans, San Fran, and all the rest. AFC, on the other hand, fourth and three team coming in seventh place. 
because we love them. Wild card picture at seven, Cleveland, Baltimore, Buffalo, Tennessee, KC, and one of the last remaining, or the last remaining. What is it? Win. Win. Lossless team? Winless team? Well, no, because they've. Lossless team, Pittsburgh Steelers. Undefe- yeah. Uh, undefeated is generally the term. That is, I like, is a better the, term. I like the loss less. It's not bad. It might be in the Urban Dictionary. Who knows? But the Steelers are balling. More important than the Steelers. I want to hear your thoughts about the Seahawks Cardinals. Come mm. on. <laughs> three, inter- three interceptions when Russell Wilson, not the way that he likes to play. No. Period. And, and that last one to Isaiah Simmons, that was a killer. Isaiah Simmons has almost played zero football this year. So the fact that he was the one to get that pick, it was definitely a forced throw, like 100%. And it's not like the either defenses were playing lights out. Obviously, now you look at the score and you're like, okay, yeah. It was a high-scoring game. But it's not the high-scoring game which you expected it to be. It was Tyler Lockett and DeAndre Hopkins. The run games never got a ton going. Obviously, Chris Carson getting hurt immediately was a huge downfall. Um, but thanks to DK Metcalf, we have to talk about this. I just want to get Jared involved because we're almost done. That's fair. Half of a cap. Let me ask you some questions. Jared, does this loss to the Seahawks take Seattle out of the top five power rankings? No. Divisional game. And, and like That's the next it? question. Like you said, the cards <laughs> always play the Seahawks very, very well. Who would you rather have on your real team right now? Kyler Murray or Russell Wilson? Kyler Murray. Younger. What? Younger. Faster. Smarter. You can't, you can't, can't stronger. You didn't, you didn't say, say that. start a franchise with. Oh. You said, who would you rather have right now? Oh, Russell Wilson, for sure. Easy. The deep ball. Okay, deep wanted, ball is magic. Them, and if you if you listen to the broadcast last night, the broadcast? they overused the word moon ball. Yeah, I'm tired of the moon balls. Honestly, if they would have said it one more time, I would have broke my TV. Which it doesn't even make any sense. I'm glad There's, they didn't. Yeah, it was, it was extremely frustrating. But I mean, like, continually kept going back to saying the word moon ball. Did you, know, you notice that? I mean, do you, yeah, I did. You, okay. The only player that could ever throw the football to the moon is Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. Who's Obviously. a better player right now, Jared? DeAndre Hopkins, Tyler Lockett. Oh, D-Hop. Best hands of the league. All right, all right, all right. DeAndre Hopkins, DK Metcalf. As of right now. Maya's got a lot to say. Yeah, Maya's pissed. I would definitely go D Hop. You have to more more legacy, more thousand yard receiving yards. He has he has his stamp of approval is already right. in the NFL. What running back is better at getting injured, Chris Carson or Kenyon Drake? Kenyon Drake. No, Chris Carson. Oh, oh yeah, Chris Carson. Well, Chris Carson well. Yeah, yeah, injury prone. But the the thing is, he's like a Matt Breida, where like Matt Breida of last year, who was like every single game was questionable, and then right before they'd be like, yeah, he's probably not going to play. But he would still always play. So I think Chris Carson, who's oft injured, still will always play. But I think Carlos Hyde is a very capable backup. That led me into the next question. Who's the better backup? Chase Edmonds or Carlos Hyde? I would have to go Edmonds. I would have to go Edmonds I would agree. Okay, nice. Synergy between the three of us. That's what I like to see. Love to see it. It's almost like watching the Colts play. Almost. Almost. It's almost like, like listening to the NFL morning show, except better. I would agree on that one. Jared, also, you kind of crushed my dreams. You gave me all this hope on T.Y. Hilton. I dropped him this week. Oh, I dropped him last week, too. I like I had it took so long to be like, oh, it's still T.Y. Hilton. Well, just remember, folks, Trey Burton is still out there. They're on a bye, so might look at picking him up. One more question for you. All right. So Kyler Murray, best quarterback in football, right? Or in fantasy football right now. Is he? Yeah. He's number one. I guess he may he may have rushed more than Russell. But in comparison, Russell has the most touchdowns right now at 22. 
Kyler Murray has the second most at 20. But he has more rushing touchdowns. That's true. Yeah. So in fantasy, he's number I suppose. Numero yeah, that's a good uno. point. So how many... What do you think Kyler Murray is worth in a draft? Like if you were to trade for Kyler Murray, would you, is he worth... In like NFL or fantasy? Draft? Like fantasy. Okay. Is he worth like one A-plus wide receiver? One I mean, A-plus running on back? It depends on your one team, Nick. Each. Yeah, it depends on your team, Nick, but he's definitely a top 10 ranked player of any category. I, I'm it, saying, I'm saying, if you were trading, let's just trade pretend you're trading for him. If I was let's pretend you're trying I, to trade for him. If I was to trade for How much is too much? Well, too much is asking for a, a tier one anything plus a tier two anything. So I'll put that into comparison. So I you don't. Tier, I would look for a tier one with, with a tier three with the upside of becoming a tier two. That's I what do, I would look for. for Kyle I Murray. do. I do understand. So maybe like a, a Kenny Galladay with. I'm just going to go wide receivers here with like a Randall Cobb. You know, like like one of those lower down guys, maybe a Brandon Cooks type area. I mean, if you have a backup quarterback, yeah. That That's fair. Sense. That's fair. Honestly, I think Kyler's fantastic. I'd say I traded him away last year for obviously way, way less. But I'd say still the fact he's doing what he's doing, his burst when he actually runs the ball is spectacular. He's, he's like the player you would create on Madden 2008, except... He's five nine and doesn't weigh six hundred pounds. You know, like how, how you do like oh yeah, they like, look huge. They're like six eleven, three hundred and eighty five pounds. That's your quarterback. Yep. But he's also ninety nine speed. Exactly. Well, that's and, Kyler yeah. Murray, except not that height. The exact opposite in size, you would say. Short and thin. Close to dwarfism. Four All ten. Right. All right. Well, I really like the content, guys. I think we did great tonight. Um, Jared, it's nice seeing you here for an appearance. Uh, we really appreciate it. Monday we are going to be back on Ooh. Wednesday. Currently, we are going to about to go watch this Bears Rams game. I got money on the Bears. We just started. We're it like, has. We're, we're like thirteen into minutes first. in. We're into the first, but you know we're not missing much because right. it's also Bears Rams. So, and since since we're on the topic, would you rather take a bear or a ram in a fight? I'd take Ooh, flat field. Good flat field. Oh, bear for sure. I'm taking oh, the bear. I. At worst, a ram okay. gets like one good lick into What kind side. of bear? Okay. It's Black a bra- bear. No. Brown grizzly? bear? It, it, it is a brown bear. It's not a grizzly. Those are two apex. Actually, the biggest bear is the polar bear, for those that are listening. But take a brown bear. They're only like nine feet tall. How fast pounds. of a head start does this ram get? It's open field. See, that is. But what is the ram going to kill him with? His, his ram? His skull? His hard head? To what though? The like the rib. I mean, he'd have to have a perfect dome shot. Somehow rocket knock the breath out. Are you of doubting the accuracy of rams? Of like just a ram in general, like the animal yeah. compared to a bear. I'm, I'm, just, saying, a bear. I'm just thinking. Well, here's the deal. I'm just saying this is nowhere near as far fetched as a freaking falcon versus a lion. Okay, okay, so that's pretty close. Much that's pretty closer. close. This is a much. We can we can debate this all day. I, I, I would bet. I would bet the ram wins thirty percent. Three out of ten. Nick, guys. where does a bear hug terminology come from? A bear hugging a ram. Have you ever been hugged by a bear? No, Not yet, but I they have are seen one. Myths, okay. <laughs> so yeah, they say. get mauled, so you or say. you kill it by running eighty miles an hour into its skull, or judo chopping it. I mean, that's true. I mean, that ram could hit what's that. A, that ram could hit that bear so hard in the head, sixty miles an hour. All of a sudden, that bear doesn't know it's a bear. Period. He's like, oh, God, I'm a human. What am I doing? It's or its claw run. just like does one scrape and just like rips the entire ram's body apart. That could also happen. I, AJ, I feel like you don't know how big a ram is. Do you know how big a friggin this is bear not is? Your, this That'd is not dull. your farm goat, okay? Yeah, I'm saying, but a ram is still, they're short and stout. 
They're like the size of a cow. No, I wouldn't not. say not. No, definitely not. No. No. Look them up. I would say that they're the size of a miniature horse. I'd so say that cow? that's much more. No, a, a, a cow is a full cow. <laughs> What's a miniature horse? There's a horse and there's an actual thing called a miniature horse. Do you not know little Sebastian from Parks and Rec? Dude, guy. Little Sebastian he is. That is whatever. Come on. And Grizzly Adams did have a. Okay, beer. let's wrap this up because there's a game going on. I need Allen Robinson to score less than 16 points. And I'm excited to watch that. Hopefully not happen. And there Dude, you go. Touchdown. A ram can weigh they... 350 oh. pounds. Are you kidding me? You're telling me 350 pounds coming at you to at a 900 pound bear. Bears don't worry about I don't know how much a bear weighs. A don't ton. question me on that, Jared. <laughs> Jeez, what are you here for? You come on a Monday only to shoot my <laughs> like fats down. Bear. Well, bears can actually weigh up to 1,300 pounds. Boom! I was right, actually. Grizzly bears and polar bears. It doesn't. Brown bears. bears. Brown bears. Yes, brown bears. 1,300 pounds. Ha! Show me it. because well, the grizzly bear is brown. doesn't make it a brown bear, No, Jared. it says the male grizzly bear, 600 pounds. That's what brown I thought. Bears See you guys bigger. later. Have a good one. <laughs> We're gonna go watch this game. Um, Nick, wrap us out. I don't need to look at your your facts and your science, okay? Science. Science doesn't even matter that much. <clears throat> yeah, see, 150 to 220 pounds. Dude, Cordero Patterson is currently the leading receiver, two receptions, eight yards. yards. Oh. And I need that to keep up. All right. Thank you all for listening. We hope you had fun with this one. We're gonna be back in two days on Wednesday with our normal preview podcast where we go over every week what we're picking and then of course your favorite segments the flexies until then my name's nick i am signing off my name's aj i'm also signing off and jared's actually here ghost jared is also signing off thanks ghost jared on fourth and three spooky season